everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the 21st day of October 2020. It is a Wednesday. My name? Well, that'd be Nick. Thank you for asking. And right across from me. Oh. So you always tell me when I say something like that. And here is uh, Big J already giving me the business, and it's not even 6.02 yet. Happy 21st day of October to you, Big J. Man, it's screaming by. It is. It is. It's going by incredibly, incredibly fast. And uh, I'm not sure I like it, but then again, I can't wait for it to get over. Right? I mean, it's just... God. Screaming towards November 5th. <laughs> you act like all this stuff is going to end. Yeah, no, I know, I know. But at least it's a it's a point to get to. You know? Guys, and let's see what happens. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but trust me when I say November 5th is just the beginning. Just the no! beginning. No! Don't oh, say that. Dude, dude, I'm sorry. Like, I mean, I somebody's got to pump some reality into this but situation. But we need some hope as it's, well. Y- the hope will come maybe, I, I don't know, it's several months down the road. But don't forget, like, I mean, even if you think things are bad and you want things to change, ain't nothing happening until January. Yeah. And even okay, if you think right. things are Damn great and, oh, and, and you, you want them to stay the same, trust me when I say it's only going to get weirder. So... It's it's jeez. never it's never gonna end. Jeez, man. Oh, jeez. Sorry, Nick. sorry. Which is why it's important that you practice the snooze button on social media. I cannot stress this enough. If you yeah. want truly any peace and quiet from this stuff, you're going to have to take it into your own hands. If there's anything this has taught us anything these last seven now, months, you can't rely on other people. Now, now, when you say snooze, do you mean snoozing your friends? I mean snoozing. I, I, here's or not I, going to it. No, 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 no. I, I, I go to it because I have to go right. to it. Although, I, I, I'll be honest, I don't visit it as much as I have. I have right. kind of, uh, you know, at least put some sort of restrictor cap on it. <laughs> but I am saying that I snooze people that aren't my friends. Oh, yeah. I snooze people that are my friends. I snooze, like, a post that come from things that I don't want to see that has a name that I'm like, I don't want any part of anything that they want to do in case it ever pops up. You know what sucks? I snooze all that stuff. Is when you do them in a, in a, in a cluster. And you know when that cluster's up. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. That uh, happened to me a couple days ago. Yeah. I'm like, oh, crap. I, because I'm snoozing so many people, like, I get people waking up from their naps pretty much every day. And I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's got to go away again. There's that person again. And then that I'm just like, you know what? what? I'm going to make this permanent. Yeah. I've permanently I don't, some people. I don't do that because I'd like to think things at some point will get better, but I'm not holding out any hope for 2020 at all. Yeah, some at of them all. have made uh, phil- philosophical differences that can never be changed. That is understandable. But, uh, again, it's up to you to to fix that because, you can again, you, people aren't going to change. They're going to uh, do that stuff until the end of time. It's just the way that it works. So today on the show, we should probably talk about that, huh? We are going to get into some fun that is a movie review courtesy of Big J. He watched a movie last night. He'll let us know how it is. We'll We'll also have a chance for you to win some uh, Haunted World Passes with some uh, Halloween-flavored pop culture smackdown. That's going to be happening over the course of the show today. And also, we play music like Nirvana. Here's all apologies to kick off the show here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. The numbers are in, Big J. Spoiler, they're not good. Uh, Welcome to probably the worst month in the COVID-19 pandemic for at least the state of Idaho. As the Idaho Health District reported a total of uh, 964 new COVID-19 cases on Tuesday. 
Those uh, 845 of those were confirmed. 119 were considered probable. There now have been 48,768 confirmed cases in Idaho since the pandemic began back in March. Ada County once again led the way, 151 new cases. Kunai County, 140. Canyon County, 89. Bonneville, 83. Statewide death toll, thanks to four new deaths added yesterday, now stands at 539. And if you're looking at the charts or the graphs or anything like that, you will see that October has edged ahead of any other month uh, since this pandemic began here in the state of Idaho. So the, I believe this is the third spike, right? Yeah. Third spike here in Idaho. And it is easily the worst, as people had kind of thought that maybe as things started to cool down a little bit, it might get that way. And then we had a couple of holidays. They're still not sure if this is the fallout from Labor Day or what. It very well could be. Some gatherings and things like that could have led to some spreading that wasn't necessarily planned or whatever the case may be. So once again, just a reminder, watch your back, take care of yourselves, make sure you mask up, all those things. Because it is important. Dodgers win opening game of the World Series last night, eight to three. Guess who pitched a pretty good game, Big J? Uh, Kershaw. Yeah, I watched. Kershaw. You did? Yeah, I did. You must have been desperate. Well, I'll tell you what. I forgot how long baseball is. I'll tell you what. As much crap as we talk about baseball, did you see the news about TV ratings? Nah, no. The game seven of it, uh, that, that between the Dodgers and the Braves. Outdrew, um, got more TV ratings than Sunday Night Football, and then more reading, more TV ratings than any NBA Finals game this year. Well, so, it's the Dodgers, man. Well, still, I mean, it was the Lakers. Yeah, I know, but the Dodgers, God, they haven't. You know, it's been a while. What are you talking about? They just For won the World Series fans? last year. They they won. The Dodgers won last year. No, but they've been to three of the last four World yeah, Series. Well, I think they think that this year they're going to win. Why? I would hope you would think every year you hope you I'm did. saying adding on to the Lakers and then this is a possibility for, you know, in just a well, relative few short weeks, they could have both baseball and an NBA championship. Right. Uh, that That is not a, a disputed fact. What I'm saying is I bet you you wouldn't have thought that the, any baseball game, pick one, World Series, championship in the NLCS, whatever it may be, would outdraw football and basketball yeah why it's a good question and what i'm saying is maybe it's better than you think or more people care than we think Uh, or you're right who knows it could be just the game seven factor too you never really know either way i think that's a pretty interesting fact because as much as everybody talks about the nba it it, that that one game outdrew all six of the games that happened in the nba finals it's two a time down in Miami. The rookie will take over from Ryan Fitzpatrick, who has led the Dolphins to a 3-3 and start, two wins in a row, and is the number eight-ranked quarterback in the NFL, according to fantasy numbers. But guess what that gets you, Big J? Nothing. A nice cold seat on the damn bench. Sit down, son. According to media reports yesterday, no official comment from the team, Big J. So the team hasn't said anything officially. This is all just reports coming out from the media. But the former Alabama star did make his pro debut at the end uh, uh, after, like, the two-minute warning from Miami's 24 to nothing win over the New York Jets. Just attempted one pass and then, you know, handed the ball off a bunch. But we'll see what ends up happening if he gets the start. The Dolphins have a bye this weekend, so anything that does happen won't happen until the weekend after. We talked about the Hillary Swank astronaut drama called Away on Netflix, and it trended for a little while, but apparently not enough people cared about it to keep it around. 
Netflix has decided to cancel that see that uh, show after just one season, six weeks after the show was released. Apparently, it's all about Hillary Swank leading the first crew expedition to Mars. Josh Charles is involved in it as well, but not enough to stick around. Netflix also recently canceled Glow, Teenage Bounty Hunters, and I Am Not Okay With This. Those are the four series that Netflix has decided not to go forward with as of late. So if you're fans of any of those shows, sorry, you have hit the end of the road. Here's traffic. Although I did not watch away, everybody that I talked to that did said it was just kind of meh, so it's probably not surprising that it's not coming back. Seven Dust here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That is your send nude song of the day called Dying to Live. Yesterday, right around this time, Big J selected a movie to watch and review for you as part of a little thing we call Streaming Dumbass. I believe it was called Vivarium. Is that right? Vivarium. Okay, doing that from memory, not bad. And so how was the movie Vivarium? Uh, well, I'll say this. Uh, starring Jesse Eisenberg and uh, Imogen Poots. Imogene. Imogen. <laughs> no. Um, very fine looking lady for someone named Nemogan. But, uh, this is one of those movies, Nick, uh, where, listen, they don't waste time getting to what the, the situation is. I mean, they pretty much get into it right away. Okay. And, uh, Jesse Eisenberg and, uh, uh what was her name? Im- Im- Imogen? Emoji. Emoji. No, Imogene Poots. Imogen. <laughs> now you have me saying. Imogene. Uh, they, uh, they're a couple and, uh, they're looking for a house, Nick. And so they decide to go to a real estate agent and he takes him to a new subdivision called Yonder. Yonder. And, um, yeah, right away you think, you know, uh, and, and they're following this real estate agent in their own vehicle and they get there and every house is the same color. It's this weird color of green and... From the very beginning, even the real estate agents acting really weird. But okay. they go ahead and follow him. Okay. Uh, and then uh, he disappears. And then what happens is they can't get out. Oh, so they didn't even buy the house. They, they're just no. stuck in this thing. No, it, it's, it goes from zero to <laughs> what the hell is going on real quick in okay. this movie. Okay. Right. I'm not adverse to that. I mean, less than eight minutes, maybe into okay. the movie you're in like okay this is gonna be over soon because they're stuck how long can they be stuck <laughs> so they're stuck in this a subdivision with hundreds maybe thousands of houses that are all the same as the one there are and uh the first uh, day they spend trying to get out okay. trying to burn down a house i mean they're doing all kinds of stuff and uh, it doesn't work and then these boxes start showing up and uh, one of them is a baby they leave a baby for him and say, hey, once the baby... Where are the boxes delivered to if they don't have a house? Their car? No, they're in a house. They oh. can pick whatever house they want at this point. So they're all empty? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought there were people living in these Nope. Houses. They're okay. the only ones there, at least in the beginning. And um, uh, the, the, a baby is dropped off to them, and the note, it says, <laughs> uh, raise this child, and you will be let go. Uh, and then that child grows very fast, Nick. I mean, we're talking speed up time. What for real? Yeah, yeah, and and they're of course they're going insane. Uh, food is delivered to them. It's not good food. It's just you know. And so here's the thing. This is one of those kind of movies. And sometimes I'm up for them. Sometimes I'm not. This is an existential kind of look at uh, uh, other things. I mean, this is all representation of other things in life. And um, and that's it's all you, symbolism. Yeah, symbolism for sure. Otherwise, I mean, what's the point? And uh, that's what happens throughout the movie, and, and things obviously get get crazy, and, and people start going insane and dying, and, and um, yeah, 
There you go. All I don't right. want to ruin the entire it movie. It sounds like so. you just did. No, I didn't. I didn't even come close. Yeah, okay. This movie is bat bleep crazy, and I didn't really enjoy it. So oh, you didn't enjoy no. it? It sounds interesting as no. hell. It is It is interesting uh, if you are bored. I mean, it, it's super boring, and it takes a while to get there in the end, and then it's just disappointing. So I'm not approving this movie. All right. I think it's terrible. Okay. Even though the premise... Total waste of your time. All right. Is it just because the payoff wasn't worth it? Oh, man. The payoff isn't worth okay. it. And and there's so much weird... It's just... Listen. I, I mean, it's... it's Some of these symbolism you know, things... When you say smack you in the face, to me, it just... It ruins the whole mood of a movie. And that's what happens in this. And um, there's nothing subtle about what's going on here. So... Okay. Uh, is it... Now, it's described as like a horror comedy. Is it funny at all? I didn't find a lot of humor in it, okay. except for, um, you know, the real estate agent and 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 the kid that, that they're raising. There's some weirdness there, and so that's kind of where the funny comes in. But other than that, it's just a depressing, sad state of affairs. Okay. So would you call it a horror movie, even? Not really. No. I mean, I guess. Thriller, I guess? Thriller, yeah. Not really. It doesn't take them long for them to lose their stuff. Is it new? Yeah, it came out in 2019. Okay. And up for some some awards. And I was at the beginning of the movie, the credits roll, uh, or when they, you know, it starts, there's like seven or eight different movie companies. That's that are, becoming a theme. And and I was like, oh my God. And there's like three or four different countries involved in this. <laughs> it's, it's a, it was a weird thing from the beginning. It takes a lot of money to get a movie made these days. Morning After with Nick and Big J, not approved. Vivarium. It was on Amazon Prime. Big J says, skip it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. You and I are very clearly in the I don't get it and I don't like it column of this particular trend, but it's hard to deny the fact that pumpkin spice flavored things are popular. Yeah, pumpkin spice, not so nice for me. Nice. Uh, An analysis by magnifymoney.com finds that pumpkin spice is popular. How popular? Well... If you want something pumpkin spice flavored, it's going to cost you about 9% more than the average thing compared to other comparable items. The site took in products from Amazon, Fresh Direct, Trader Joe's, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, and they called it the pumpkin spice tax. And they said that it's about 175.1%. And while it was found at Whole Foods, basically anything is almost 200% more than what it would be if, like, you bought, like, let's say, uh, pumpkin spice flavored ice cream sandwiches, right? Right. Uh, those things cost about $4.50 at Whole Foods. If you buy chocolate ice cream sandwiches or ice cream or vanilla ice cream sandwiches, $2.99. That means that the non seasonal stuff is about $15 per ounce, while the pumpkin spice one is about four, 41 cents per ounce. The site found no exact reason for the pumpkin spice increases, but I'm here to crack the case, Big J. You've just discovered capitalism, my friend. That is supply and demand. You understand? Yeah. I mean, when something is popular, you will be charged more for it. That is the way that it works. Because people want to make money, and they know you will pay for it. And therefore, courtesy of supply and demand, that's why. That's not a pumpkin spice tax. They just go, white people will pay more for this. Let's mark it up. And you will, and you do, and so they make more money. It really boils down to that. 
it's not that difficult to understand why. I am surprised by the markup, however, how significant it is. Yeah, it is. Makes me feel like I'm smarter for not paying for that stuff. But if, if you, it was a McRib, Nick. I wouldn't buy a pumpkin spice McRib. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. Huh? What are you saying? I'm saying, what if they bring back the McRib, but it's 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 more than it normally would be? Uh, I couldn't tell you what it normally is. I do know that the McRib is more than it costs for, for so my, it regular, my regular I mean, cheeseburger that I get. You love the McRib, yeah. so it wouldn't matter right. how much it costs, right? right? Yeah, but well, here's yeah. what I'm saying. They don't call it the McRib tax. They just call it, this is the price for McRibs, because they know dumb people will pay for it, like me. Yeah. So nobody calls it, nobody needs to call it the pumpkin spice tax. It's just people like pumpkin spice. They know you'll pay more, and so they charge you through the ass for it. Period. Yeah, there you go. I'm a weird tax on anything. It gets people confused. It's just the way our economy works. Tax per rib. Dodgers, uh, no real ribs in the McRib, by the way. Dodgers won the opening game of the World Series last night, 8-3. to three. They're up 1-0. to nothing. Game 2 tonight, Clayton Kershaw pitched a hell of a game yesterday, uh, usually getting shelled in the World Series, so it was nice to see the Hall of Famer do well in Game 1. Congratulations to the Dodgers. Uh, Mookie Betts is good at baseball as well. He had a good game. Cody Bellinger homered again, too. So uh, we'll see what happens in Game 2 tonight. Get used to saying the Washington football team, Big J. The Washington football team. Uh, because if you believe Jason Wright, who is the team president, uh, they are saying that there's a pretty good chance that they'll be called the Washington football team next season, which uh, is, again, kind of gives you an idea of how the comedy of errors that this team is. You know what I mean? It's It may be up there with one of the worst-run franchises in all of sports. Because, like, I mean, I understand that, like, you're having some issues, but it should not take you two years to come up with a new nickname for a football team in the National Football League. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. Like, somebody, there there has to be, like, 15 to 20 balls that were dropped in the process of this whole thing for it to go this long with them basically uh, being unnamed as a football team. Uh, better than the old name, I'll give it to them there, but it's still, it's one of those deals where it's like, really? You can't get your bleep together enough? To come up with a new yeah, nickname? we could get your name by this afternoon. Yeah, give me, give me five minutes. I'll come up with a name for you. Just secure the website before you start talking about it to everybody, you dummies. Like a radio station might. Right. Hey, Big J. And then lose the password. You love Metallica. Agree or disagree? Oh, I th- yeah, I was hoping we'd save this conversation uh, for uh, a little bit more of it. Nope. Here it uh, comes. Uh, do you love Miley Cyrus working on an album of Metallica covers? I have zero problem with her doing this. I can't imagine why you would. Uh, but do you have enough interest in it that it would be in your wheelhouse? I mean, I would hear a song. I mean, she did. She she can do some interesting stuff. The crazy thing is is and we can, we talked about this before. How metal and rock fans, you idiots, uh, all you do is complain about stuff when an opportunity for your music to be released and, and everybody else get to hear it. There's a lot of hate for this happening, and I don't get it. Well, pe- again, people like to hate stuff. But uh, I mean, she has covered Metallica in the past. She did. Uh, she did cover "Nothing Else Matters" during a live set at Glastonbury in 2019. Did you ever hear no. it? Seek it out. No. Know that it existed. No. Uh, but yeah, she has a tendency to work in a lot of covers in her, her live shows. She just did one for Zombie for the uh, the 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 lives to save our stages event that is going viral uh, right now. And so now she's working on apparently a whole album of Metallica covers. Now, not the first time also that Metallica has worked with a pretty popular pop star. If you remember the, you know, uh, Lady Gaga collaboration. Yeah. 
not too long ago for the Grammy Awards. So Metallica is open to having their music reinterpreted in different kind of ways, which is good. And maybe you're right. This opens up a whole new world of things. Although I will say this, I'm not sure that this may help Miley Cyrus fans become Metallica fans and seek out the original. But still, there's nothing wrong with her wanting to do this, right? Yeah. It's just a, a, an artist respecting another person's catalog and wanting to put their own Why spin on Why wouldn't she want to cover the greatest metal band of all times, music? There's that. And you'll give it a shot? You'll listen to it? Sure. All right. Why don't you check out the first Start With Her Nothing Else Matters cover? Take a listen to it. Man, I want to hear the studio version. I don't like live versions of stuff. What? Sorry, man. Then why do you go to concerts? Oh, well, see, that's a different, that's an experience. Being there. I don't like watching stuff live on a TV, music-wise. Are you telling me you haven't watched SNM 2 yet? No. I was there. My God. I don't, uh, I don't have to watch it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are headed to Australia for today's We're Going to Hell story. And I think we've been juked out, Big J. Juked? Yeah, we've been worried about the uh, the monkey uprising and that kind of stuff for mm-hmm. so long that I feel like there's been an animal that has hmm, kind of slipped away, if you will. The Tasmanian devil. Not quite. Oh, okay. But it is an animal that you have a serious issue with. And that animal is a snake. Oh, yeah, I'm not a big fan. We've had some stories before about snakes and things that have gone wild, and usually, you know, they end up in places that they're not. But what if I told you that maybe snakes can have a grudge? Yeah, I believe it. All right. Because that's kind of what this story feels like to me. As we head again to Australia for the uh, story, it's at Cape York Peninsula in Australia. Now, if you know anything about Australia, you know that if you turn around, there's about 17 to 18 things in the wild that is looking to kill you at any particular point, right? I mean, there's all sorts of snakes. There's there's all sorts of spiders. There are all sorts of different kind of things that will do you harm and is trying to hurt you to survive. And, uh, And so it's the story of a woman named Leanne Mears. Now, uh, Leanne Mears in March 9th of this year had a situation that I would uh, describe as an honest-to-God nightmare scenario, right? Right. So I'll explain it to you this way. Uh, She's got two kids. She's living alone. She just moved into this house uh, that has, well, it doesn't have any air conditioning, you understand? And things get hot in Australia. And so lots of open doors and open windows. Get it? Right. Two kids, age one and three years old. Anne goes to bed on Mar- Leanne goes to bed on March 9th, and she wakes up at 2 o'clock in the morning to find a 12-foot Australian scrub python wrapped around her leg and her torso in what is called a predatory manner. Basically, this <laughs> hey, snake this is, a predatory manner. is trying to eat her. Do you understand? Yeah, she's about to die. Now, uh, scrub pythons, you need to know, first of all, they're pretty common in that area. They're gigantic. Again, this one was 12 feet long. Uh, it is non-venomous, however. They're not usually considered to be a threat to people, although they have been known to attack pets and small children. Uh, and so this one was deemed capable of posing a threat to Mir's kids. But in Australia, how they work is basically she was able to get the snake off her, thank goodness, without being attacked and bitten. So she was able to uncoil the snake, you know, grab the snake by the head, basically, and got it untangled from her body and her leg. And so she was able to be okay and what, and then called animal control as she captured the, the snake in her kitchen. 
And the, the animal control is like, listen, you know, they are non-lethal. You should be okay. Just leave your doors and your windows closed. And we're going to put a tag on this, uh, this snake and make sure everything's okay. And keep an eye on it and see if it's going to lead us to other snakes and see if there's an inf infestation around here, basically, is what it boils down to. And so that was in March. And Big J, you know, uh, don't forget that Australia has different seasons than us, right? Like, uh, they're kind of on the polar opposite of what we're going on. So when we're right. in summer, they're in winter. When we're in spring, they're in fall, that kind of thing. Yeah, toilet goes a different direction. Uh, and so they decided to, as things started to get a little bit warmer last week, decided, man, it's too stinking hot in this house. we got to open up some doors, get some air in here. And Big J, what do you think happened? Uh, a whole bunch of snakes come in the house. No, just this one. This one is back. And this time, it took out the dog. She woke up to find the snake wrapped around the dog. Oh, this no. Time. Oh, the good man. news is, once again, she was able to unravel the snake. And while the dog was unconscious, they were able to, you know, just basically was knocked out. The snake had choked out the oh, dog. okay. And so the dog was okay. I'd but, still kill that snake. But then uh, then she's like, it's that. And then they found out from the tracking, it's the exact same snake. Came back for more. And so now she believes... This snake has got beef and wants some sort of, like, I don't know if it's territorial or what, but they did some uh, looking on the whole, you know, tracking thing. No other snakes in her area. Just this one that keeps coming back. Now, it could keep coming back because it thinks it knows that there's food there. But the fact that it does keep coming back, has got, it's like a well, Jaws scenario here, you understand? Simple solution. You kill the damn snake! <laughs> the animal control ended up taking it away and putting it in uh, in custody. So it won't be around anymore to bother her family. But that's the kind of stuff you got to start thinking about when a snake comes and attacks your house twice. You're like, how does this snake know how to get here? And why is it coming after me, my family, and my dog? That's why you sweep the leg, Johnny. Well, snakes don't have legs, so you have a real issue. It's a metaphor. Yeah, but the metaphor's got a problem. So uh, she won't have so. any problems anymore with that particular snake. Just weird that it came back Until twice. It escapes custody. <laughs> now, see, that's the horror movie, right? The the lab technician comes back that's into Anaconda the, Three. Goes back into the lab, and the snake's cage is open. And it is out, and it is slithering back towards Leanne's Cut house. Cutscene roll credits. Ready for Snake 2. For the new one. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It's the X-Rocks. And a shine down in the sound of madness here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's probably not surprising that this whole pandemic thing has changed us in some way, shape, or form, but probably the most drastic way it's changed us, at least according to a new survey, is how we spend our money, Big J. About 88% of Americans that were surveyed said that thanks to this pandemic, it has turned us into being a little bit more conscious of how we spend our money and where we spend our money when it comes to buying things. Uh, in other words, we are value shopping or balling on a budget, as I like to call it, Big J. Balling. And uh, that means that, you know, if you were used to buy the name brand stuff, then now you're maybe looking at the generic equivalent to it to save yourself some money or doing some coupon cutting or cost cutting or whatever the case may be to make some budget slashes to make sure that you're a little bit more conscious of how you're spending your money. Now, your uh, Man of Monday was almost the exact opposite of that particular thing. You're not Man of Monday, your life lesson on Friday. It was all about um, maybe buying the better name brand because that seems to be a more quality product. So would you say you're the opposite of this or that's just a new thing? Um, 
I, well, I get a new thing. Like of, going forward, you want to buy the better name brand. Yeah, I product. would rather spend the extra money knowing I'm getting the quality. Right. Uh, but as long as I know it's quality. Do you think that depends on particular things, however? Prob- I mean, it's probably, not, it's not sure. everything sure. across the board. Yeah. But uh, like I think specifically if we're talking about grocery items, I think you're a little bit more likely to find an equivalent in the generic variety than you are with the – like, I mean, I don't yeah. think it matters that if you buy maybe a little bit, but like, you know, if you're going to spend the extra money on hefty bags as opposed to the generic equivalent of garbage bags, sure. you're going to see a world of difference. Right. But I know what you mean when you're talking about big money kind of things and things that last a little bit more, which is a good thing. But – uh, either way, we found ourselves, especially those of us that are older, have found ourselves buying the generic equivalent a little bit more. How about you at the grocery store? Has it changed at all, your shift in attitude with, with what, how you spend your money or where you spend it? No. No? I mean, it's, it's I mean, listen, uh, the grocery store is getting increasingly more expensive. Um, you know, some items are getting really expensive. And so you, you have to dial back a little bit on, you know, some of the items like, like meat. For yeah. example, yeah, I mean that was one of the prices that raised pretty significantly, yeah. at least at the very beginning of it. So you had to be smart about where you were spending your money and what you were doing. Uh, other things that people enjoy, uh, basically, you know, saving money on when it comes to generic stuff: uh, appliances, tires, home repairs, computers, and mattresses. Those are things that people are looking for the most deals on as we hit the pandemic. So if you have changed the way that you shop or changed the way that you spend your money, just know. You're not alone. There's about 90% of us that have done the exact same thing. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, if you are in a relationship and you feel like, man, I, I really want to get lucky tonight. What? According to uh, the a brand new survey, there's one thing you can do to guarantee to turn your partner on. Do some chores. Yeah, do some chores. That's exactly right. Oh, is it? Is that, is yeah. that what it says? That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Super Drug Online doctor surveyed about uh, 5,000 Americans and 5,000 Brits and found that 68% of people said they've been turned on by their partner doing chores around the house. 61% of men were uh, turned on by this. 66% of women turned on by this. Study author and uh, psychotherapist Jennifer Handy says that, uh, according to the, uh, the survey, it's a combination of feeling appreciated, a sense of teamwork, and partnership that ends up getting the other person going. Furthermore, about half of people responded in relationships said that doing chores with their partner had turned into some sort of sexual encounter. So if you're both cleaning the same thing, look out. The tension is thick. Now, I will say this. There is one chore above all that's more likely to turn on your partner than others. Do you have any guess as to what that is? Uh, I'm going to guess cleaning the toilet. No. uh, Strangely (laughs) enough, that is not a turn on. All right. (laughs) Any other guesses? Uh, Vacuuming? No. Making the bed. Making the bed. That's a chore? Uh, Well, yeah. I mean, it's not something something you do do when when you get up every day. Well, I mean, that it may be part of your routine, but it doesn't mean it's any less of a chore. Uh, do you make your bed every single day? Well, you can. I mean, it's your hard wife, to. Your wife is still <laughs> That's sleeping why I'm like, yeah, I don't have to worry about but that But is chore. the bed made? I mean, we put the comforter on like it looks nice. I, mean, I wouldn't say it's made. Okay. So made, uh, that's not a, a normal thing. Do you do it like on the weekends at all? Make the bed? I mean, like an official bed making? No. But it, all right, now i got to ask you what an official bed-making means. Well, you know, you crimp the sheets, and it's all tucked in, and yeah, you put yeah. pillows on it. And Well, where do your pillows usually go? 
Well, we have we have additional pillows that go on when we make the bed. So yeah, on the weekends that does get done. Okay. Uh, and who does that? You? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> the hell? You got video games to play. I forgot who I was asking. Uh, the Dodgers won the World Series, uh, at least game one of it anyway. Congratulations to them. 8-3 to three last night over the Tampa Bay Rays. Big game by Clayton Kershaw, Mookie Betts, uh, Cody Bellinger, Ethan home runs game two tonight in the World Series. Fun. To a time in Miami, the Dolphins officially announced it this morning, although media reports came out yesterday. The former Alabama star and number one draft pick for the Dolphins will be the starter when they take on the Rams in two weeks. He did pop in there towards the end of the Miami shutout win over the Jets, 24 to nothing. Ryan Fitzpatrick has not been bad. As a matter of fact, he's been actually really good. Top eight quarterback in fantasy, according to your fantasy scoring, but Dolphins are three and three, which I think are better than a lot of people thought they would be. Why they're switching now, I guess I don't really know. I guess it's not really my decision, but it is. it seems weird to me coming off a 24 to nothing shutout victory in which he played well and they, they, they got an easy win and he's led them to three victories, three defeats still, but not he hasn't been terrible. Why they're switching him out? Unless Tua has looked amazing and they want to get him in there. I don't know. Well, maybe he's looked amazing and maybe they thought we could have done more in those games that we lost to good teams. I suppose. Uh, either way, it's two attack down there in Miami, so we'll see how that goes. If you are a fan of the Fast and Furious film franchise, it's probably uh, not good news to you to know that it's coming to an end. Now, listen, it's also hard to believe this thing has been a series for 20 years, Big Jake. Yeah, that? especially based off the first couple movies. But it will be coming to a proper end fairly soon. Universal Studios has revealed that the core film franchise, Fast and the Furious, will have two more movies, the 10th and 11th in the franchise, and then that's it. Uh, Justin Lin is in talks to helm both the last two. Uh, The final two installments apparently will see a big story unfold over the course of both movies, as is tradition. They will once again follow Vin Diesel as Dominic Toretto on a series of ridiculous joyrides turned battles. Michelle Rodriguez, uh, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, and a few others are already signed on for all those movies. Now, no scheduled release date for 10 or 11 have been announced, nor have any concrete details, including screenwriters or producers or anything like that. But that's what's happening. It's coming to an end. Now, listen, that doesn't mean, of course, that the universe comes to an end. They've already had one spinoff and a spinoff. Didn't they say they were making a sequel to that, Hobbs and Shaw? I think so, yeah. I thought you announced that during Bad Impressions at one point. But uh, either way, that, that's probably not the only spinoff you're going to see either. So it's not necessarily an end of the story, just that the core franchise is going to wrap up in two movies. So something you probably need to prepare for. Culture Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And let's get somebody hooked up with some zoo at night tickets. Uh, family four-pack Nick will get you out there to the zoo with uh, with the kids. And uh, you can trick-or-treat safely, uh, safely distance from other people, and a chance to check out uh, some of the more interesting things. It, it makes it... Uh, it's almost like a personal tour, really, of the zoo, which is great for the kids. Yeah, it's awesome. It's going on the next two weekends. Uh, we're being told that these tickets are close to selling out because, obviously, it's a limited number of people they want at the zoo at one time. So it's a pretty cool, exclusive trick-or-treating event for the kids that they can take part in if you want to check it out for yourself. Now will be the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. Your knowledge of Halloween and horror movies are going to come in handy over the course of the next couple of days as we hit Halloween season. And so that's the theme for Pop Culture Smackdown. Let's see if you got what it takes to expand your Halloween at Zuboise. Hello, The X. 
Good morning. Good morning, sir. What's your name, please? Michael. All right, Michael, you're up first. Michael, in the movie Carrie, what do other students dump on Carrie at prom? Blood. Yeah. Right. Pig's blood is correct. Big J, in the movie Poltergeist, what grabs Robbie Freeling through his bedroom window in the middle of the poltergeist? A TV? What? Wrong. Huh? I should have thought before I said something. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Well, here's why, because it's been forever since I've seen Poltergeist. TV is, is, is Carrie Ann, of course, has the interaction with the television. Okay. The sun. This is the sun in his room during a storm. Something comes through the window and grabs him. Do you remember what no, it is? No, I don't remember. You remember the clown in his room? The clown, like, puppet? Boy, it's been a... Uh, yeah, it's no. a tree. Right. The answer is a tree. It's a tree? It's a tree that comes through and grabs him. Uh, the tree comes to life and grabs him. Uh, congratulations, yeah, Michael. Yeah, that's one of uh, a few that it's been a long time since I've seen. Uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's been a long time since you've watched horror movies in general. But uh, So this might be a tough run for you on Pop Culture no. Smackdown. No, I'll be all right. All right, we'll see. Uh, so far, over for two. But congratulations to you, Michael. You got your tickets to Zoo Boise. Hang on one second. We'll get you those uh, Boo Nights at the Zoo Boise uh, tickets coming your way for the Family 4-Pack. We are going to do some headlines. That's coming up next on the X-Rocks. The Facts. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by GoTeamMazda.com. That is a website for a place called Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Great place to get started for your next new or used car adventure. So check it out if you're in the market for a vehicle. GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows, Big J. That's not real. The family that B&E's together and... Yes, mistress. That's not real. Trespassing is no joke. Melina Guerrero was arrested on Wednesday when she refused to leave a gas station in St. Petersburg, Florida. That's not cool. But then she also refused to tell police her real name. The police report says when she was asked her name, she replied, quote... My name is My Butt Just Farted. Multiple times when they asked her to state her name. What's your name? My Butt Just Farted. What's your name? My Butt Just Farted. What's your name? My Butt Just Farted. What is she, the army? She faces a trespassing charge and a charge for, guess what? Providing a false name to law enforcement. I don't think it is the name. Well, I mean, she was very uh, definitive about it. Also, if you're going to give police a false name, make it like don't make it so hard. You don't have to do a lot of investigating to know there's no way your legal name is my butt just farted. That's not happening. Uh, so now she's got two misdemeanors instead of one that she's got to deal with. I mean, say your name is like Mary uh, Anderson, and they'll be like, oh, okay. All right, Mary, listen, here's the deal. And then maybe you might be able to throw them off your scent a little bit. But if you come to him right with my butt just farted, they're not going to believe you. Now, let me ask you this. My butt just farted. Does it kind of sound like Milena? I mean, Milena, maybe. Milena, my butt just farted? Maybe if they're, if they're drunk. Milena Guerrero, my butt just farted? Maybe? So maybe they, that they could be. It's a little close, right? Yeah. Milena Guerrero, my butt just farted. Think about it. If somebody's saying it like slurred, so maybe she was saying her real name the whole time. Mind blown. Conspiracy theory right in the middle of headlines. The family that B&E's together or Yes Mistress? Yes Mistress. A photo of a dominatrix taking her submissive for a walk on a leash through a supermarket has gone viral. The unusual scene went viral after an image of the couple in a health food store in Los Angeles was posted on Twitter. The photo captioned spotted at the supermarket today racked up more than 100,000 likes and 15,000 retweets. 
It shows a woman wearing a skippy outfit and clunky boots walking a man who's on all fours, dressed in leather, through the store while attached on a leash. Even in their eye-catching garb, the pair made sure to follow the coronavirus safety guidelines. They were both wearing face masks. Following the unusual incident, the myster- mysterious dominatrix was soon tracked down and speaking to the Daily Dot. She said that, quote, her, sl- her slave just wanted some juice, so she went to the store. What? So she's really committed to this dominatrix and submissive lifestyle. You understand? Yeah. I mean, that's a commitment. I mean, chalk it up to another thing that I just don't get. But, like, I mean, that's a whole lifestyle. Like, there are some fetishes that that you can just, like, do, like, on weekends. That seems to be, like, a a thing, man. It's not even really a fetish at that point, right? No, no. It's your life. No. That's your... I mean, if you're going to the store on all fours, on a leash, bound in leather, you have made some choices. And you're making quite the statement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish she would have gotten into detail as to what kind of juice it was. What do you think it was? Pineapple juice? Yeah. We'll wrap it up with the family that B&E's together. This is pretty bold. Security cameras at the Sioux Brewing Company in Marie, Michigan, caught two men entering the closed facility on Saturday, along with two children. Brewery owner Ray Bauer says that he thinks the man entered through the unlocked door, but he can't be sure. He adds that after a while, the men got on their phones, and soon more adults and children arrived. He confirmed the group took nine beers and a bunch of soda for the kids. He said it's not about the money, it really isn't, but the sheer audacity of it to me. He added that as soon as he showed up to investigate, the group dispensed, but he's now in contact with authorities amid an investigation, so he doesn't know if, like, they just found a, a door open and then they're like, hey guys, come on, free beer, and a bunch of people joined him, or they planned on breaking in with their kids and they got the job done. Who knows? But a weird story to be sure. May not want to bring your kids along with you if you're going to break and enter someplace. It's bad parenting, I think. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Congratulations. Hey, there's an acoustic version of that song out. Did you know that, Big J? I did. I have 75 emails. <laughs> Corey Taylor's you. Black Eyes Blue here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. And science does it again, Big J. Yeah, man. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Over 160 years ago, uh, Dr. Henry Gray compiled the most comprehensive text in the human body. And, uh, Nick, since then, we haven't really discovered much new things. But researchers at the Netherlands Cancer Institute point to a potential new, uh, I guess, uh, organ in the human body. I've got your organ that people haven't been able to find right here. That's right. They still can't find it. Uh, this points to a potential fourth set of saliva glands, Nick, nestled in the space where the nasal cavity meets the throat. I don't know much about the human body, but are glands or organs? How many organs? I, like When I think of organs, I think heart, lungs, you know, brain. Yeah, glands. Glands or organs, huh? Uh, I'm going to look this up. But I believe you. I believe science. I'm just saying. I, I guess I don't know how many organs the body has. I know bones. I don't know how many bones you've got. I would think there'd be a finite amount of those, but now they're finding new organs all of a sudden? Yeah, gland is an organ, all right. Nick, which produces and releases substances. There you go. <laughs> You're learning something every and, uh, new every day And here. this gland produces saliva? Uh, yeah, uh, they're, they're just starting to learn more of it because uh, they've finally been able to kind of see this through some, uh, some new o- oncology and radiotherapy uh, work. Uh, but uh, they, haven't, I, they haven't necessarily decided yet that it is a gland, and so uh, they're, they're working to confirm that. But if it does, it'll be the 
first discovery in 160 years. So, I mean, because we knew we had saliva glands, obviously. Yeah. I mean, that's a thing. So this, this is a fourth set gotcha. of glands. Okay. Uh, the location is not very accessible, and you need very sensitive imaging to detect it, they say. Very nice. So now what do we do with this knowledge? We start looking for other stuff in our bodies. You think there are more glands than yeah. our body? Yeah. All right. Or other things. I mean, come on. They still Can they still really tell us what some of the stuff that they take out of us is for? I mean... You'd have to be more specific. What do you mean? Well, let's go with uh, the things that we can live without. You know? I can live without a damn gallbladder. Yeah, but they know what that does. Do they? I don't know. <laughs> don't do that. Don't start that. You were just yelling at me for questioning. Yeah. And now you're questioning your gallbladder. That's right. All right. Yeah, I think they do know what a gallbladder does. I, I believe that they do, and I think you know as well, which is why you know you can live without pancreases too. Am I living though, really? Uh, that's uh, that is certainly up for debate, and I cannot answer that. Either way, hey, gland it up. Tap yourself on the back today. You got an extra gland. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Your bad impressions are next on the X Rocks. Morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, and here we'd love to hook you up with some Haunted World passes. Uh, Haunted World is going to be open up through October 31st, and uh, it's a lot of fun uh, to go out there and uh, get some scares in. They're doing things uh, safely. They changed up some things for the COVID-19. Uh, so let's have some fun, figure out bad impressions. We'll get you the tickets to you in the mail. All right, 208-287-1003. That's the phone number you need to call if you'd like to play a little game called Bad Impressions. It works like this. Big J's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is, and Haunted World Passes are yours. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, man, what's your name? Brent. All right, you're up first. I won an Oscar for the movie Ray, and I have a pretty successful music career as well. Jamie Foxx? Yeah, there you go. One and done. Congratulations. Jeez, Haunted man. World Passes are yours. Well, it's a pretty obvious clue. What Is were it? clues two and three? I don't know. I've done that clue many times, and it hasn't worked out. I was Django in Tarantino's Django Unchained, and I've been in the president in White House Down. I'm returning to the comic book movie world as Electro from the Spider-Man movies. And why is Jamie Foxx in the news? More movie news for Jamie Foxx as uh, he, along uh, with a whole bunch of other people now, are cutting movie deals with Netflix. He's going to star and executive produce a movie called Day Shift, Nick. It's a vampire comedy to be held by J.J. Perry. Fox will play a blue-collar dad trying to provide a solid life for his eight-year-old daughter. All right. Did you watch the uh, other Netflix movie, that Project Power? I have not, no. I haven't either. I haven't either. I haven't watched that either. I don't know why. Because it's free and available, and it's right there if you want to watch it. <laughs> I don't know why I haven't watched it, but I have not done that yet. I mean, yet. you know, I'm just, I just have such a problem. Just, you start scrolling, like, I'll oh, check this out. Then I never land on anything. I can't decide. You end up watching stuff that you've watched a billion times yeah, before. Yeah, such an idiot. <laughs> you can't make that call. But either way, it's coming soon to Netflix, which is a good thing. I mean, I like Jamie Foxx. I think he's fairly... I, I mean, do, too. Although I did not see his... Like I said, that, that's the one Spider-Man movie I didn't see was he, he him as Electro. So I can't speak to it, but uh, I'm sure it'll be good to see him back on the screen and kind of incorporate him back into the Marvel Cinematic Universe or into it, I should say. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> From Ashes to New and Panic, wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J on this Wednesday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. We learned about organs and glands today. That's always nice. We learned that snakes apparently can have some sort of grudge against you and your family. So watch out because they don't get you the first time. They'll come back for seconds. You understand? 
And you never know when they're going to come strike you or your dog, I guess, is the other lesson that was learned today. And finally, Big J, make your bed if you want to get it on with your significant other. Get it on! Apparently, he's a very big turn on. So, a productive Wednesday to be sure. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, just another uh, friendly reminder out there for people who uh, regularly take selfies of themselves, uh, especially at the home. You know, double check w- what's behind you before he hits in on that picture. As a, a lady named Connie uh, from Scotland, she posted a picture, and uh, there, there was a, a very large phallic symbol there in the in the background. Yeah, it just looks like the the, the like a, a leg of a chair, but it's not. What is and, it? And uh, well, it's I don't I can't really say. It's a it's an apparatus. It does not. There's no way that's an apparatus. That's on the floor of no, something. You're right, it does look. But uh, even then, double check your background. Yeah, because uh, this seemed like a pretty innocent picture, and uh, everybody's making fun of her because it looks like she has a, uh, you know, some sort of sex toy in the background, which isn't true. But poor gal, nobody wants to be that viral famous because you, everybody wants to go viral. No one wants to go viral for that. Yeah, I want to. I want to because I'm skateboarding down uh, off ramp. I just want to. I just want to be drinking cranberry juice yeah. and become famous. I don't want to have some sort of dog in the background of my picture, and then I get all famous on the internet. Oh. Nobody wants that kind of. Because then all the free stuff is not the free stuff I want. <laughs> you know. Big J pickup. It's a hustler store. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will see you tomorrow. It's the X Rocks. When your 